Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yo, 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 yo. Everybody, what's up? What's up? Happy you made it through those advertisements. You know, I know that it's not the most pleasant thing to hear, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to make a little bit of money off this stuff. Um, Speaking of, if you guys want to support my content, if you like my content enough to do that, first of all, I'd be forever grateful. Secondly, you can find me at patreon.com slash tazeworld, that's T-A-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, no apostrophes, no grammatical anything. Um, You can sign up to be a member if you want to. If not, all good, let's get to the show. Ow! Welcome to Taze World. A podcast about life. What's up? Uh, it is Tay with uh, Tay's World back again with another podcast episode, episode 24, which is crazy to me that I've even got to 24 episodes. Um, so anyways, I have a guest on. He is in the music industry. Um, we have not spoken before. This is our first time we connected over Twitter, which I'm sure we'll get into. His uh, the, the band or his name is Astasis Music, or if you want to correct me. it's um, Anyways, go ahead, man. Hey, what's up? Hey man, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Astasis is the name of the band. Uh, Astasis Music is a Twitter handle. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Great, man. That's awesome. So I guess like the first question that I have for you is: So are you? You guys are obviously so to the audience. Um, I moved to Austin, as I've alluded to in a couple other episodes. Um, he he and his band are out in Austin. Um, so have you guys been local to Austin for some time now, or sort of how'd you guys meet up? Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, th- this particular band um, is, uh, you know, it's kind of a studio project um, it, it currently. And, you know, we eventually going to probably put some shows together and, you know, it was all kind of happening during the, the COVID uh, and, and Austin, you know, was pretty restrictive for a little while. And so uh, that kind of shut everything down, you know, obviously. And so, um, yeah, man, so this is a, it's, um, you know, I, uh, it, it's kind of started out as a studio project. We're going to probably play some shows. Um, but I've been in Austin for like 20 years or so and nice, man. playing various bands and I play bass in a prog band around town. And, um, so I'll, always doing, doing something. Um, yeah, cool, man. That's awesome. Okay. So you play bass. So how many, how many people are in the band in total? Yeah. And a stasis it's, uh, I play bass and I sing. And, um, and so, uh, a, a former bandmate of mine produced, uh, produced, uh, produced this album. It's his name's Skunk Manhattan. Plays in a thousand bands around town. He's a guitar player and yeah, vocalist dude. and piano player. And 
Um, and so, and then, uh, a, a friend, uh, Owen McCloskey, he played drums and we had a, we have a sax, uh, uh, uh Steve vague, he plays sax and some jazz bands and stuff around town. And so he's featured as a sax player. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the core, uh, core of the band. If, you know, once we do, do any live stuff, we'll, we'll probably add on some members, you know, um, and, you know, kind of just to fill out the, the live set kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Okay. So so you guys formed during covid so you guys as a group have not yet gone out and performed live like at a at a at a venue yet or sort of yeah yeah exactly man i mean this is sort of um you know this this was kind of like my pet project and it's been in the can for a while and covid gave me an opportunity to kind of put get the you know get everything mixed and track get the tracks arranged and everything and um and, and so yeah yeah i finally finally got it to the finish line but um you know, so yeah, we haven't, as this, you know, current band, we haven't played a show live yet. Um, so eager to do that, but yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, before we get too much further, do you want to like plug any of your stuff? So you already said a Stasis music is the Twitter handle. You guys are on Spotify. Are you anywhere else that people can find you guys at? Yeah. All the, all the stuff, uh, Facebook, a Stasis music, Instagram, a Stasis music. Um, yeah. And, uh, I'll plug my other band while I'm, I guess, while you're asking. I'm yeah, of course, man. Um, it's, it's a progressive rock band. We've, we've have played shows and, uh, you know, um, we were, we're pretty active before COVID, but, um, it's called iTooth and you can find Spotify and, uh, and all the social media. Is that it's spelled, uh, I and then T O O T H. Yeah, exactly. Like E Y E to yeah. Tooth one word. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. Oh, E Y E. Nice, man. Got yeah. It. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, man. Okay, cool. So, so two bands. So I guess then the next logical question is sort of where, when did you start playing music and sort of what got you inspired? Oh man, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, you know, uh, I started playing bass in high school. Um, didn't really sing at that point. Um, but I, I was a big, uh, you know, like, a tool fan and just like the grunt i'm a grunge kid you know like yeah, yeah. Alice in chains and i got that from your music yeah man of course yeah yeah, yeah it's a, it definitely yeah yeah but influence is definitely you know uh our, our parent i think but um you know but I, but uh, you know that, that was that was early sorry yeah, all good man talking. all good but, um, <laughs> crazy pups but um, yeah i feel you man i have a dog of my own all good that's <laughs> cool yeah uh yeah yeah so yeah man it was uh started always i was always the kid you know we'd be at a party and i i I'd go go to my car go sit in my car and jam jam an album and you know you know go back in and hang out a little bit but I'd drink a few beers and go back out to the truck and i had to you know i was just always kind of obsessed with music you know yeah and, you know? dude i love it and so yeah man um and uh just kind of started out you know like early 90s rock stuff but i also i mean i you know i was listening to like snoop and and different always always listen to a variety of stuff um you know and, and sort of that started branching out you know out of high school meeting friends and introduced especially you know internet era is like the ipod era man it was yeah it, man you know in an instant you know you could, you could listen to anything at the at the touch of your fingertips you know and uh it was just it, you know some I don't know. I hear some people say that ah, there's not enough music, you know, there's, there's not, I mean, just nothing, not enough music in the world or something like to that effect. I'm always like, man, 
you, you just ain't looking. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not looking hard <laughs> enough. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I find myself doing that. Sometimes I'll like fall into a Spotify loop where, I, cause that, that's the main music streaming app that I use. And I'll, I'll like, I'll just listen to the same stuff, same stuff. And I'm like, ah, man, there's just nothing new coming out. And I'm like, no, dude, you're wrong. I literally to myself, I'm like, you're just not, you got, you have to dive into the thing is, is like, there, like how many people, at least I'm, I can speak for myself. It's like, I have favorite bands, right? Like I like, uh, the Rolling Stones is probably my favorite band, right? Um, uh, what else? The Grateful Dead. Um, I don't know. There's, anyways. So it's like, how how many people can say that they have legit listened to every single album from their favorite band? It's like you yeah. you can. I, I'm sure, like kids these days, man. They're like, oh yeah, my favorite artist is you know whoever it may be, Drake or you know what Kanye or whatever. And it's like, but have you listened to everything that they've ever put out? Like that, probably not, yeah. man. That's a good point. I mean, like, especially with somebody like the Stones, you know, it's like they have a million albums and mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of hard to listen to every, and, and it brings you, you know, to a larger point about, I mean, you know, it's, it's, we, we live in this soundbite era now and it's, you know, it's a lot different, you know, it used to be about the album. It used to be, you know, it's weird. It's been different, you know, transformations of how people kind of listen to music, but I mean, whatever in the seventies is all about this, you know, it's like Dark Side of the Moon is a, third, I don't know, 35 or 40 minute album. It's, you know, it wasn't huge, but it was an album. And it was mm -hmm. like the whole thing was important. And like it, it went with each other. It was like one, you know, it's, it's almost like one song. I don't know. I listen to, Dark, I listen to some of the Pink Floyd stuff as an example. And it's just, it, to me, it's just one song. I mean, yeah, awesome. man. And, um, and, and, then, and then, you know, in the 90s, it was, let's see how many tracks we can fit on the CD. And you would get these CDs, you know, that are 10, 13 songs, 15 songs, double CDs. Uh-huh, yep. And I was like, that was that was almost too much, you know? Like, it was almost, you kind of, like, all this, usually it's like, you get some stinkers, you know, songs that weren't, like, totally great. And and so, and now we're in this era, it's more, you know, it's kind of, everything's single now, right? It's Spotify, right? It's like, you don't yep. listen, I mean, no one really listens to albums anymore. But it's a conversation I always have with bandmates and stuff. It's like, you know, it, they're both, you got to do both, right? Like, mm -hmm, like still, mm -hmm. there still are, there still is a market for people that listen to a vinyl, you know, vinyl is bigger now than it, you know, it ever had, well, you know, mo in modern times it ever has been. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and so it's, you know, it's different, different strokes for different folks, you know? So, yeah, yeah. When I know I, you're, you're saying a lot of insightful stuff. I, um, I've noticed when I talk to older heads, right? Like they, they really appreciate the, oh, the album, right? It's the, oh, did you check out this album or that album or, you know, et cetera. And there's an appreciation for the entire art, right? Every song, like you said, I'm repeating what you're saying, but every song is manicured. It's put in there. It has a meaning, right? Like, like, like yeah. you said, Pink Floyd, it's like the all, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, however many songs, 11, 12, it's all like one continuous stream. Right. Yeah, and it was yeah. an art form. And, and you're right, man, in this era, um, yeah, there, it's just, it's like what hits just, just, just play me a hit, play me a hit, play me a hit. Yeah. And, and you're right as well with, I feel like artists don't really necessarily, there are some, right? Like for instance, um, or 
not in the super recent um past but like so i i really like kid cuddy i don't know if you've if you've fucked with his stuff or if you've heard about him but his first two albums were fantastic man they had an entire it's like exactly what you're saying kind of like one song it's um man on the moon right so it literally has a narrative between at the end of each song that flows into the next one right and it was like whoa for me as a kid i was like this is such a cool concept because everyone else was not doing shit like that yeah they kind of they kind of did the, the contrarian thing and which is cool I, so somebody told, mentioned kid cuddy recently and i can't remember who it was but uh i'm i'm, I'm gonna have to check him out now apparently because you're the second person in yeah yeah definitely yeah. check him out check he's he's like he's just a we it's like he's like an alt like an alt rapper sort of but but i don't even know if you can call him a rapper because he's super experimental with his stuff like one of his albums he he totally changed to uh rock and he did it kind of like a nirvana type of inspiration so he's kind of just all over the place which is what I, I i like about him because he's just very experimental he doesn't just keep you know he he's not one of these people these modern day people that finds the formula right and then just yeah. sticks on the formula over I, and over and over and over i respect that yeah and that's that's something i always talk i'm always talking to friends about and stuff and you know there's there's certain bands acdc or something and it's like okay and there's not, not, not knocking this i mean it depends on the context of the band like, like, like you know certain bands that's that's it that's the thing and zz I, I, you know listen to all those zz top did experiment but i expect a zz top album sound like a zz top album that's <laughs> badass you know yeah, it's like yeah, well, yeah. one of you know it's like when they kind of went off the you know but it's like but there's also the thing where it's like you know it's brave to do something that to stop doing something you've had success with and, and to do something different and, and experiment. And, you know, it's, it's it, not a lot of bands can do that. Um, yeah, like, yeah. I got, you know, I grew up listening to certain bands and like, but then they would put out, you know, four or five albums and they all started to sound the same and not, not necessarily in a good way. And I was just like, man, I, I just wish, you know, like you, you, you've made it to the top. Now take a chance. You know, it's like, even if it's just one album, let's, um, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But, I mean, the, the you know, the chance of c- c- catastrophe is so great. And, you know, it's so, but take a chance. It is, man. Life's, life's about taking chances, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's like, um, but, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I always respect bands that'll, you know, there's one particular band, a band called Opeth, you know, like in the metal, but they do a lot of folk stuff and acoustics and just yeah, all, man. all kinds of stuff. And and um, they they kind of make it a point, you know, it's like every every four albums we're going to turn on a dime, and we're it, for better or worse, some Hell of the yeah. band, 
some of the fans hate them, you know, for yep. it. And it's yep. like, but I, I really respect it, you know. And what can you spell that point? Opeth, O P E T H. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, they've nice. Around, they've been around for a while. They kind of started as a death metal band, and they kind of evolved into like a, a progress, more of a progressive rock band kind of thing. And you know, it's like early on, it was these deep guttural, you know, <laughs> things. Totally, totally death metal. And the, the albums are great. Those albums are great, uh, you know, but. They, they evolved and they started doing stuff different. And, it, you know, the guy that writes the tunes is he's just he's a genius, in my opinion. So, you know, anyway, it, it rubbed a lot of fans the wrong way, you know, sort of at, at, through their evolution. But um, I always always talk to my metal friends. I'm like, you're wrong on this, man. These new albums are good. Yeah. You, you, just, you, you just give them a listen. I've had a couple of them come back and they're like, you're right. Yeah, they're, they're good. I they're good. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, no, no. I'm with you, man. And yeah, at the end of the day, it's not necessarily a knock one way or the other, right? It's either yeah. like if you if you are really super dedicated to this one sort of sound that your band is putting out or like your favorite artist is putting out and then they switch and you don't like what they've done. It's like, eh, you know, I don't know yeah. what to tell you. It, it is what it is. But again, like you said, it's it's uh, I think it's more so playing the safe path, right? It's like, oh, we yeah. got this sound down. Let's not... Let's you, like you said, the, the probability of failure, right. Or like the, yeah. the risk of, of failure. Cause it is, it's, it's tough, it, man, yeah. especially now when the, you know, the pies shrunk a little bit and you know, it's not, it used to be a lot easier to be a musician and get whatever, you know, make a living. And, and now it's, you know, it's a lot harder. And so the risk is even, even greater, you know? Um, yeah. Can you, would you mind? So, so I, I listened to a podcast. Um, I think it was Steven Tyler and Joe Rogan. And this was like, I don't know, oh, yeah. a year and a half ago or so maybe. Mm-hmm. And Steven Tyler was talking about how, uh, you know, I think it, I think he said now don't quote me directly. If you're listening, go do your research. But <laughs> I think he said something along the lines of like these music streaming um companies like apple like spotify etc etc um they and you probably have a better take on this and a better knowledge but they basically are they're the reason why it's harder because people people's appetite for albums is less and the the contracts between the artists and the big streaming companies aren't very lucrative for the artists right yeah, sort of, yeah, it's 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 kind. Of, I mean, the internet era really. It, it was sort of the. I mean, a bit of a death knell in terms of just the. You know, it used to be. It used to have the record labels controlling the CDs, right? And that was the only really means of music, right? Like getting music out there. And then the internet happened. You had whatever Napster and Metallica, and and they, they, you know, Metallica kind of saw the writing on the wall, and that's why they were, you know, so you know aggressive in their lawsuits against Napster. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine. And, and because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the internet, it's everything is sort of, you can share everything and there's not a great way to, um, you know, it, it, you may, you know, what call it stealing or now, but it's sort of been institutionalized into Spotify where it's just, you stream stuff and you don't get paid dick from Spotify. And yeah, I didn't think you know, so. And so it's, I mean, but even back then, you know, the, like the labels made most of the money on CDs anyway. So it's, I mean, artists were always kind of having trouble, but it was a little bit easy. It was a little bit easier back then. It was just more uh, people had to buy music, you know, and that, and that, that was now that's not really a thing. I mean, even, I mean, I, I and I'm, I'm guilty too. I mean, I will buy music. I mean, that's, I make it a point to buy music for that reason, but I'm also, also go over to friend's house and I'll trade, you know, we'll trade songs and get, bring a hard drive over there. And, and we're both musicians and, you know, and it's like, 
there's there's a give and take, but it, you know, it's I think ideally some people, but but most really musicians are making their money off the merch. I mean that you know. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. But, that's where you got to make it. Yeah, and then licensing. If you ever get a movie, that's that's some that's some good stuff. And but it, it just it, it's a different landscape, and you know, you just got to kind of navigate it. I mean, it's. Um, you know, internet's changed a lot. So you just kind of got to. Yeah. It's definitely made it easier for the consumer, right. To get a hold of music and it's made it very convenient. But I I talk to my buddy about this all the time, but but we both kind of have the idea that convenience isn't necessarily always better, right. In the long run. Right. You know, like, like for instance, we're living much easier lives now, right. Like, like, you know, uh, you don't have to leave your house to get your food, right? Like you don't like, like back in the day, man, hunter and gatherers, right? I'm talking way back in the day. You have to go out and you're, you're literally your entire life is dedicated to yeah. finding food and feeding your family. And now it's like, you wake up, you don't even have to leave your bed or get dressed. Right. And you can, you can get shit delivered to your door. So it's a different day, man. It's a different day and age. Um, it is. And then, you know, I guess the historians will figure out if that's good or bad. I mean, but yeah, yeah, to your point, I mean, I mean, even, I don't know, man, if you get cooped up enough and yeah, it's weird. It's, it's to your point. It's like, um, it's the good with the bad, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, regarding the music is great for the consumer. It's great. I mean, as a, as a music fan, like it's, it's fantastic, man. I can pull up a, you know, obscure jazz album from Italy and yeah immediately and without any 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 you know hassle and but to your point i mean it's i do convenience does come at a cost right like like like, you know i don't know to this hunter gatherer thing i I just went um went on a camping trip recently and and you know i occasionally get to go camping and i just man had, had the best time you know and it's just being outside you know it's just not you know just not doing all the whatever convenient stuff it's you know of course man going out there and it's like oh man stuff like that is just the most refreshing thing in the world of course of course yeah getting out i i've uh that was that was one of the sort of main triggers for us to so we came from dc and uh yeah one of the main triggers for us moving down here was was the weather it was like i want to be able to i guess it it's funny man um I didn't realize sort of like how important sunlight, like literally sunlight was to me. So I like, I don't know if I've done a ton of research on vitamin D. This is like way before the pandemic, Um, if just for mood enhancement, et cetera. And um, I know that I think it's something again, don't quote me to your own research, but it's something like when you go outside and your skin has contact with direct sunlight, your, your, um, your body, I think there's like 500 different sort of like, uh, not dopamine sensors, but, but sort of like, uh, mood enhancement sensors that awaken. Right. And you feel, you literally feel better. Right. So when I heard that Austin, first of all, Austin's a cool spot. I got a lot of live music, et cetera. We'll get into that. Um, but, uh, but when I heard that Austin, I think it's Austin has like 300 days of sun each year. I think I, I looked it up about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. There's like, there's like 65 days. So there's like two months of, of, of no sun, right. Or like partial sun, whatever it is, but yeah. there's 300 days. So I've been doing everything I can, man, every day to, so I'm working remotely right now and I just get up, you know, every two hours or so. And I do a walk around this lake that's in, our, that's in our neighborhood. Right. Because I'm like, I need to just, 
be out and like be, you know, just feel oh. normal and like not be so plugged in all the time, you know, yeah, drive yeah. you nuts, man. Yeah, no, it's, I, I, I've, I've, I kind of buy into the vitamin D thing and you, and you hear, like you said, you've been hearing a lot of people talking about it lately. And, um, but uh, yeah, but just, just be on the sun for a little while and then come back in and see, I mean, and you, you know, it's like, I've never lived up North. I always, I always joke that I, I want to move up North for a, a lot of, like I love uh, Colorado and just that environment. Oh, for today. sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, it's like high elevation. I feel like I can breathe and mm-hmm, you know, better. Mm-hmm. but it, what, uh, you know, what people always ask is, uh, you know, what about the winter? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're probably right. You know? Yeah, dude, I, I, I can definitely attest to it. And, and where we were at, you got all four seasons like full on. So it'd yeah, be it's like, supposed to be gorgeous over there, right? Yeah, yeah it's pretty, honestly, it's uh, that's that's definitely one thing that I miss about that area is the rolling hills are, are like, it's beautiful, man. The Appalachian Mountains and that whole area is like, it's awesome, especially in the fall when the when the leaves are changing, right? And you have these yeah, yeah. winding roads, you can go drive down. It's definitely very beautiful, but the uh the the cold man it gets cold in the winter like like as cold as anywhere in the u.s right we're talking like you know teens like uh, not negative so like not like chicago level but it's like you know you can get into the like the nine degrees eight degrees right so i'm happy that i hear here you can you can let me know i've talked to some locals um, and they said roughly like 60 degrees in the winter is, is more or less kind of the, the average. Yeah, yeah, it'll get well, uh, this winter excluded from the, the average. Yeah, it was, yeah. right? You weren't yeah. here. Were you here for that? Or I no? was not. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you want to go into that, man, what? Gosh. So what, what happened? How was it here? Pure, pure chaos. I mean, <laughs> I mean, pure chaos. No, I mean, it was, it was crazy. I mean, like, I, I know I was never too worried, but you know, it, it, for us, Texas folk, uh, it, it was a, uh, it was an adventure for sure, you know. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you heard, it's just crazy powers out for a week, and yeah, you know, yep. like, oh, man, it was a mess. But you know, uh, hopefully we've learned a lesson on that. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't see that happening again. But usually it's like, okay, you got summer, you got cold summer, you got kind of cool summer, and you got a little cooler summer. <laughs> Uh, that's a good way to describe it i like it yep but yep. i've always wanted to take a uh, drive up where you you know you're stopping your i do the the whole fall uh drive through the east coast yeah yeah man it's definitely cool for sure um yeah i feel like probably it's like i don't know late spring early fall is probably like the best time right because it's not super hot but it's not uh it's not quite cold yet it's like you know 80s 70s um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a nice area to be. Uh, but I will say one thing that I've noticed for sure being here versus there, which is definitely a cultural thing for the Texas area is, um, or the, the Austin area I can at least speak to, um, is people here are so nice, man. I don't know whether that's like total, like you can speak to that maybe a little bit, but in, in, in DC, dude, like New York, you know, that whole stretch, it's like, people are fast paced as shit. It's like, get out of my way. I have shit to do, you know, move on peasant. And it's like, Whoa, man, like, come on. You you hear that a lot. Uh, you hear that a lot. And I always, I mean, uh, some kind of Southern like hospitality or something. And, um, I, I think it's probably part of it. I mean, like I, I love like I've been in Manhattan or whatever, and you know I I love that too. I you know it's like and I understand I get it. You know like like you, you can't afford 
to be that way in certain places, especially mm-hmm. somewhere like Manhattan or really like, it, like you can't be nice in traffic. You have to, you have to get where you're going. You know, it's like, yeah, it's just not, it doesn't work, but you know, but yeah, yeah. D- down here, you hear, I hear that a lot. And there's, there's something to it. I mean, you know. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whatever. You hear a lot. Uh, I hear a lot of girl, you know women that move here or something and saying like this guy's holding the door open for me what is what does he want is he trying to what was he doing it was like <laughs> so awkward and like, no no it's just normal kind of normal stuff yeah, yep this is normal <laughs> chivalry like we're just yeah, yeah, normal yeah. folk down here yep like, what do you yeah. want man <laughs> yeah no i like it man i i can i can definitely say i um I appreciate it. I appreciate like when I'm out walking my dog, people stop. Right. And we have conversation. Right. And, and, you know, people don't like, it's weird, man. In, in DC, the DC area, people like actively try to avoid other people. And like, you're like, yeah, I get it sometimes. Some, you know, I'm an introvert, honestly. So I can be extroverted when I need to be right. But most of the time it's like, I get my, you know, it takes a lot of energy for me to go out and socialize and like be active. I'm like, Oh my God, can we go? Like, you know, I didn't, I feel like I probably didn't used to be as introverted as I am now, but now I'm just like, as I'm getting older, I'm like, Oh God, can't wait for the weekend to just sit on my ass. (laughs) I know, man. I, I, I go, I'm like, I'm kind of polarized. It just depends on the day with me too. It's like, sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like that totally. And it's like, okay. It's like when COVID, I mean, I, I'm a bit of a busybody, and so when COVID hit, it was like for that first month, I was just like, "All right, I'm like I'm actually gonna read a book and uh, chill." Yeah, I mean, nice. not that I was happy about it, but it was just like it something kind of forced me to take a break. But um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, man. Yep, yep. So uh, yeah, so have you you gotten out and about here since you've? Yeah. So, so we're located uh, closer to George round. We're right between round rock and Georgetown. Right. So we're not necessarily, I say Austin because it's the city that everybody knows, but we're, we're, I mean, it's North Northern Austin. Right. Um, So yeah. Have you ever been uh, to Georgetown? Like, have you ever been to Georgetown square by chance? Uh, You know, I haven't been to George, but I I just saw a friend they were camping at um, yeah. At Jim Hogg Lake in George, I think, mean, yeah, Georgetown. Oh, uh, nice. Okay, so I'll have to write that down. Yeah, it's a cool lake. Uh, yeah, I had never been out there, but I, I just last week I went out there for a minute, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot, a lot of cool areas around here. You know, a lot of people, Leander, Georgetown. I spent a little bit of time in went, and there's even, uh, yeah, yeah, Round Round Rock, and that's yep, you see yep. Round Rock. Like, yep. All the downtown, you have to spend time in Round Rock downtown and they got a little thing going there. And- yeah, man. So I heard that Round Rock, Round Rock has 
excuse me um they have a like a new sort of modern downtown little area and then they've also got an old an old school like uh vintage sort of area and i haven't been to the to either yet um i've been to to like kind of in the outskirt uh, i don't i don't know i haven't I haven't been there yet, um, but Georgetown, the, there's there's Georgetown Square. It uh-huh. is so fucking cool, man. Oh, it really? is so cool. So there are, it's like, uh, um, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like an old Western style, like saloon sort of, uh, but also like cool new age, like bars. And, and it, it's like every basically every restaurant or place that provides food also has a place for live music or live comedy or oh, live cool. something. Right. And I feel like that's yeah. probably just Austin has basically yeah. that's Austin as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like the, the towns you're talking, there's so many of those towns, which is kind of like a square set up in Texas and, and, you know, and it's like these old, there's so many towns like that in Austin, but you're seeing a lot more actually, especially like, like Lockhart, um, that's the place that's famous for the barbecue. It's like South, South Austin. And, um, but they, like, they, they have the same thing. It's like, you know, it used to be this little, you know, cowboy town and now it's kind of getting trendy and they're putting a brewery and coffee yeah. shops. And, uh, and so you kind of have this mix of, you know, uh, cowboy uh, square town and yeah you know, no no for, for sure it was it was interesting man when I uh, when we when we rolled up the first Saturday that we went to the t- uh, to the square there was um, all these dudes cowboys man with their yeah. with their with their cowboy boots and their cowboy hats and yeah. they tucked in like jean shirts and you know their their spurs on the back of their cowboy boots yeah. and they were walking around passing out flyers etc you know all this stuff yeah. and um it's definitely it's super cool man like i said the vibe here is a lot more open and inclusive and like hey we don't care like where you're from at least this is how i have experienced texas so far you know hey yeah. you know let's come and talk and you know etc um but yeah man if you haven't checked it out so i'm going to and i'll i'll let you know how this goes there's a place on the corner um of georgetown square it's called barrels and amps and i'm going there tomorrow night to listen to some blues blues and country guy i forget exactly his name because he's not super big but um but we're going there tomorrow night so that'll be my cool. first music uh experience in in oh, sort of awesome. austin area so that'll be fun yeah right on yeah you have to let me know how it is i like said I, i've been to georgetown but i haven't really kind of done a nightlife thing there yet. yeah yeah and we 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 kind of have but not really tomorrow night will be sort of like the first foray into it so it'll be nice killer yeah killer. um but so okay so as far as austin goes so has there been a has there been any I mean, I guess you said you kind of mentioned it that towns outside of the Austin area were like these little sort of desolate cowboy towns that have now turned into these like cooler little spots. Have you noticed anything within Austin that has changed in the recent past, like maybe last two, three years or so? Oh yeah, man. I mean, like like COVID sort of put the pedal on the on the metal to. to I mean, it's a, you know I've been here like 2001. I've been here. And, uh, and it, it, it sort of, it, it grew slowly. I mean, it was always growing and it all, you know, and, and like, I mean, it was weird when I, when I first got here, you know, we, we, it was a studio that we used to work out of, um, a buddy's studio down kind of downtown. And, and, uh, it was like really close on South Lamar, really, you know, close to downtown, basically downtown. And, um, you know, there was like two places to eat. It was like a Taco Bell and like a one bar. <laughs> 
And it was like, there's nothing down there. And it was like, yeah. always, we were only perplexed. It's like, it's like capital of Texas. It's, a, you know, it's Austin, whatever, mm-hmm. big city. And uh, I mean, it's never really, you know, until now been a big city. But, but it just it was surprisingly how, how little food and, and, and nightlife things there were to do, even downtown, right? And Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, you know, in the last, last 10 years, now you're starting to get kind of get, it's like, I think I always like we going to the East coast or the West coast is like, you couldn't eat at all the restaurants if you tried, like, like, like the, you could not, it's impossible. Right. Like, and yeah. I, I like that kind of variety. Like, you know, just, you, you, you can always find something new and, um, and Austin's just now kind of start starting to get, that's the good the good stuff right like yeah there's yeah just so much stuff to do so many restaurants new breweries like there's like a brewery explo- explosion yeah probably started going around 10 years ago i mean it's always kind of been a beer town but really do you see these like colorado style draft houses where they you know it's like these huge establishments where they're brewing and they got you know indoor area and out so, you know but um yeah, yeah so that's you, awesome man so a lot lot, lot of that lot that's the cool stuff i mean you know, um, you got to take the good with the bad though. Right. Like there's, you know, whatever that it was the kind of the, 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 the homeless thing that, that was very polarizing, uh, you know, for, for people. And yeah. Um, so I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that. So when we drove around, um, so, so just to sort of preface the conversation with myself in DC, there's not, there's not a, ton of homeless people there like you got to really sort of search it out if you want to find but one of the things we noticed when we were driving around austin was there was this and i want to i want to say it's like kind of near the red river district maybe right there's this big bridge and and again i i don't know the town really well at all so you know I apologize, um, no, but, but he's, uh, there was, there was like a little sort of homeless, um, like almost like a camp, like a, mm-hmm. like a bunch of tents lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is that a new thing? Has that sort of, yeah, yeah that's, that's fairly new, man. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was like, it's always, always, you know, it's always an issue, right? Like, and it just kind of depends where they're living. I mean, it's not like they're not there, you know, whenever they're not, camping but it was basically they, they sort of relaxed the law the city ordinances on like camping right and okay, okay. so that, that's that's kind of what 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 started this and then recently they had a vote to not allow camping under overpasses or whatever and mm. and so it's just uh, you know it's it's one of these things where i mean i get i get both sides of the argument of course I, man you know and it's like hey, whatever as you know as a society you want to help well it depends where you land on i mean i i'm i'm a libertarian but i i yeah I'm, same man I, you know i i, I can it's where it's weird i mean it's to drive this conversation to politics or anything but like <laughs> all good I, man all good but you know it's like i i've always look if we can correct you know if we can fix all the main all the big problems that libertarians have like that all the big, like i don't i don't mind like like some sort of like safety net and like take it like to me that's like the smallest part of all of our problem like mm-hmm, by, mm-hmm. by a long shot and so like but also it's like okay well we have you know I, I don't know but also we want to keep our city whatever you know safe and nice and things like that and so it's it's i understand both sides of it but you know i don't know it, anyway, i'll leave it at that i mean yeah, like, no, like no, i have sort of my opinion on it you yep. know it's like uh, um yeah i am um, i i I sort of, 
So on, on another podcast, uh, I sort of laid out kind of, um, I think it was my most recent podcast. I laid out sort of like how I ended up getting to sort of libertarian ideology. And mainly it was, it was, it was a lot of COVID man, because I, I just didn't like, here's the thing. I understand the idea that, Hey, you know, this is, there's a virus out there and there's sort of the unknown, like, Oh my God, at the beginning of the virus, right. There was this unknown, like, Holy shit, so many people are dying. And there's all this news in China about, you know, can't get enough respirators and all these people in hospital beds, you know, it is what it is. But the thing, man, that I really started to get into was I was like, is the government allowed to do this? Yeah. Like, that's, that's I, that, that the whole COVID thing. If it didn't make you libertarian, it, it maybe shouldn't have made you thought about think about it. Yeah, you know, man. Because like, I, it's crazy. It's just wild, man. I mean, and uh, the 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 amount of change in one year and like drastic change. And I'm talking like, you know, whatever you think about the vaccine or not. That just hip, just hip a lot. Like, like just think about like how. Oh, it's crazy. Safeguarded like people's med- medical like stuff yep. was and. And like I said, I, I, you know, we'll let everybody come to their own conclusions on that. But like, but, but just, you got to admit though, like, you know, within a, a year, right? Like we've completely thrown certain things out of the window. Absolutely, and, man. And it's ter- terrifying, right? We have like, so much less privacy, right? Right, right, right. It's like right. really this thing that, that nobody was allowed to ask you about because it's very, very sort of private to each individual, right? And right. it's sort of something that you do not need to divulge has now become a very public and open conversation of, hey, man, you get the vaccine? And it's oh, like, God. whoa, dude, I, I, what the it's, fuck? It's mind blowing, man. And it's something I think about every day. And I like, uh, you know, it's um, it's just it's seeing, seeing that kind of change within it, you know, and like, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whatever. I mean, I think, I don't know. I think a lot of people agree, okay, well, COVID's... COVID's a certain amount of risk, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It is yep. X amount of risk, whatever that is. And, but I, I just always challenge people to think like, you know, there's risks in everything and like, you know, but what, like, you know, if people were dying of heart disease, for example, which they are, right. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what, do, what measures would we go to, 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 you know, reroute the heart disease to get better? Like, and, and so yes. It, yes. It, it's this thing that, came instantly and it's like put a just struck fear into a lot of a lot of people's hearts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
and the mainstream uh, media keeps pushing 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 that fear man that that's the scare that's another scary element of this thing and it's like you know i don't know like yeah anytime anytime i I feel like people are like you're gonna give me a gun if i go get a vaccine like like, Uh it seems seems a little strange Uh uh-huh yeah you're gonna you're You're gonna gonna give me me... you're gonna give me weed (laughs) dude i saw that i saw that just Here, strange. man, I, come get the vaccine. We'll give no, you some fucking so, bud. <laughs> so weird. And then every time you post something on, like, whatever, Facebook, like, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, there's, there's, you know, I, I don't know, the, the ivermectin stuff. There's, like, different mm-hmm, medications mm-hmm. that may, maybe may, we haven't really looked at. And yep. uh, they're not, you know, sort of. And, and so you post something, you just type the word ivermectin in. That's it. And All you so, do is, is type the damn word and, and, and say, and, what about fact, this? And Facebook's going, hey, hey, this may not be the right. And it's just, it's just, uh-huh. it's just creepy, if nothing else. It, like, it, like, you don't even have to be a conspiracy theory to, to, to really yeah. e- even acknowledge that this is some kind of creepy shit. But. Yeah, no, dude. And I, I think at this point, man, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, ridiculous to even call it conspiracy theory, right? Because it's like, right. guys, you literally are people, anybody who even questions the mainstream narrative is being censored and kicked right. off of the social media platform. It's right. like, What's, and you're calling these people conspiracy theorists? Yeah, well, yeah, man. It's like the lab, the lab leak thing, like, which honestly, from the very beginning, I, I it's like Occam's razor. Like that was always the most likely scenario yep. to me, just because there's a level four bio lab in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. The, the thing started in Wuhan. Like, it just made, I mean, I'm not, don't, I didn't definitively know that, but to, to roll it out seemed whatever, a little aggressive, right? But like, mm-hmm. and, uh, and now, now, of course, we're talking, and people got kicked off of social media and people, yep. like for, for even uttering that. And, for and even talking about it, for saying about, anything, yeah. for being like, hey, guys, you know, maybe it wasn't bat soup, right? Like right, bat right. soup, it was, it was yeah. maybe this was engineered by humans and, yeah. you know, et cetera. And it's like, okay, whether, whether it was purposely leaked or, or accidentally leaked is besides the point. All we're saying is, well, it's not besides the point. There's a huge point, but put attack in that. Um, all we're saying is maybe it was manufactured by humans and you're kicking us off. You're kicking people off of social media. And then you come out months later and say, oh, by the way, that is yeah. what happened. And now these people are kicked yeah. off social media. It's it's yeah. I mean, that that, that element of it. And like I said, you don't even have to be political about it, about it to acknowledge that's a little disturbing. Like, yeah. You know, and and, and, and that's, you know, it's like, I don't know, people I talk to people now and like the, the weirdest the weirdest thing about all this is that how how even more pol as if we weren't polarized enough mm-hmm. you know, but, mm-hmm. right, like how polarized are because i talk to people on both sides of this thing. i talk to friends about it who are on the whatever don't necessarily agree with my my viewpoint on it yeah and they're, they're appalled like you know when i like even even saying something like i'm not sure if i'm gonna get the vaccine or not i i, I don't know it's experimental drug I, i'm not sure right even saying something like that like even good friends you know are kind of appalled sometimes appalled that i said i'm I just anyway so I, it's, it's that's really, crazy dude it's, it's crazy and it's you know so if that's that that parts of this like whatever i don't care about the politics but just the the sort of the information stranglehold mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, and just sort of the, everybody's like, you know, hippo laws out of the, out of the window. And then yep, just everybody's, yep. everybody's certain 
feel certain that they know. For me, from my perspective, I don't know Dick. But I also know, like, I'm also not just going to, to buy everything, whatever the, the, you know, CNN or something. Of course, dude. Of course. Listen, man, mainstream media is, is the, is the uh, outlet for sort of the, you know, the, the rich and, you know, higher ups to sort of, you know, push the narrative. Like if you look, all right, we're not going to go super deep, on this <laughs> okay. hole, but if you look at who owns the media stations, right, yeah. that's all I'm saying. If you don't know who owns yeah. them, just go look and yeah. look and see who owns the yeah. major media it, stations it, and then start doing your own research. And, and it doesn't even matter. Like, I mean, and, and I, yeah, I hear that point, but he, the fact that it's centralized, I mean, that's like, you know, whatever into this whole thing of decentralization. And mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you, you were pushed towards, um, uh, you know, libertarianism. I, I was like kind of pushed towards an, anarchy. Like, yeah. I, you know what I say? Um, just with all this COVID stuff and because, you know, it's like, and, and you know, I've been following the crypto stuff for a while and, um, mm-hmm. and just, but, but there's like a, a parallel of, you know, whatever anarchy and, and decentralization. Absolutely, you know? man. And so there's, there's a, the point the point is is that you have you know or at least for me is like you have a bunch of different parties no one has a stranglehold on the information the drugs the Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, that mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. all all the all the things that and what's weird is i talk to liberals you know who traditionally have it's it's so bizarre like people on the left have traditionally like lashed out at big business or whatever right yes big business is the the enemy right like like, and and i happen to agree i mean like 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 not, mm-hmm. not necessarily big business but it's like whatever the marriage of big business with government or something like that but mm-hmm. you know and uh but it's just bizarre that like the folks that left that have already acknowledged that big business is a problem that like you know well we what do you think this vaccine stuff is? It's 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 the it's the biggest business. It's the biggest business, and by the way, they can't get sued, right? Like big a, pharma that yeah. has zero legal liability. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's just strange that I try to get that point, you know? Because I, I mean, I'm like I'll, I'll talk to anybody, you know. I want I want to I want to talk to people. I want to talk to people at same, all. Same man. Same. I'm like, with you. I want to talk to people on the left, and I want to talk to people on the right, and I I hate. I th- sorry to cut you off, but I, no, I no, hate please. the, 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 as you stated previously, man, the division has just become so crazy. It's like yeah. people can't, if, if, if you self-identify as a, as a, as a uh, liberal, right. At the modern day version of liberal, not classic. Right. So Democrat, sure. right. If, if you're sort of part of this younger generation, I don't mean to paint in super broad strokes, but a lot of this rings true, Right and you hear that somebody else is a Republican, like a lot of people, man, are immediately extremely aggressive and extremely like, oh, fuck that guy. I can't believe it. And it's like, guys, man, like we used to be able to sit at a table and like come to reasonable disagreements, right? Reasonable disagreements. And now it's like people, you know, I don't know, man, this this last year has been crazy, dude. It has. And and Trump didn't really help that phenomenon you know it's absolutely like it, not dude. It, trump it, was, it made people recoil and and that you know and it, whatever it, you know so what you will about trump, but it's it's more of what the the effect was on the whatever the populace is and hey of course he made people recoil that was his whole whole thing but it, that it was just, the shtick yeah 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 but it, it just it's putting everybody even more at each other's throat and now mm-hmm. you know no one people can watch an interview this this 
this is bizarre. This seemed to start happening in COVID. People can watch and read the same quote and have two completely different interpretations. It's mind boggling. It's mind boggling. You know, it's like, and that always existed to an extent, but I I just, whenever we're both like, anyway, so it's it's just a strange times, man. But uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, I went to a, uh, Childerberg, right? And, uh, yes, yes. This yeah. is one of the things on my, one of my bullet points that I wanted to bring up with you. So yes, continue, uh, Childerberg. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of. So first of all, it, it, you, I think we kind of talked about. I asked you if you went, but uh, you should definitely go, man. It's, uh, yeah, dude. When I heard about it and what it was, I was like, oh my god, yeah. how did I miss this? Oh. For for anybody listening who doesn't know what Childerberg is. Um, do you, do you want to yeah, sort of describe I, it since you went? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, uh, so like I've been on Twitter for maybe, well, I, my, my Twitter account says since 2015, but I've been active on Twitter for not long at all. Right. And, uh, and, uh, I just happen to find it. It's a, you know, I've been, like I said, COVID's kind of pushed. I've, I've been libertarian, you know, I've followed the Ron Paul campaign and, mm-hmm, been, mm-hmm. Been, and so I've been a libertarian for a while, but, um, I just the COVID stuff has really kind of pushed whatever liberty-minded people out of the whatever out of the closet, if you will. Yeah, I mean, for sure, man. Maybe not the closet, but just it's becoming very important that people are active on this front. One hundred percent, dude. Um, and yep. so, so I was, you know, I was just looking for looking for events and groups and whatever, any anything I can kind of do. And so I found this, and I was like, all right go check this out you know camping you know so it's it's the distillery out um they 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 had like some bands and some comedy um uh uh, so this was like the saturday night or whatever and it's at this cool distillery in the hill country um and uh beautiful area by the way outside of yeah outside of the austin area yeah 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 it's off like 71 kind of past b caves and okay um, yep and it's uh, just gorgeous out there. And, and, um, and so anyway, this is a distillery out there. They do like whiskey and stuff. And so they get, the, they had that night and they have some bands and comedy and everybody's chilling. And, and then they go to the, down to the campground, which a couple miles away. And, but it was just, uh, it was just this, like, <laughs> I know, everybody I talked to is it, like, it's just a bunch of misfits and it was beautiful. Like, uh, it, you yes, know, yes, it, it yes. Was just, you'd go to one conversation and somebody would be talking about, you know, Jungian mysticism. And then you go to this other conversation, somebody would be having a podcast at this table and you talk to somebody else and every single person I met there was, not only were they nice as hell, but they were hilarious. Yeah, they were, man. They smart. They're really smart. And, and it was just like one after another, one person you meet after another. And it was just like this, uh, it was just re- completely refreshing. And especially after all, you know, this crazy year. Oh, dude, of course, man. That, and again, to, to sort of I guess I don't know if I necessarily finished my thought on the COVID stuff, but but that when when we were told that we were not allowed to leave our houses, like I don't know what happened in in Texas, but in DC, man, you were not you literally they were like you can't leave your house. That's that's fucking weird. That, it's like it's like Canada was kind of like that, right? Like, yeah, uh, dude, Canada is still like that. Uh, Canada, dude, Canada went full blown fascist totalitarian. Like Justin Trudeau is a, is like a dictator at this point. It's crazy. I, I, I heard they on. were like like going to tables and say like, "Are you uh, only four to a table? Are you? Is this your family?" Like, uh huh. Yep. Yep. Was, I, and that's it. It's like, and you know, and I don't know. The, uh, I saw MIT put out a study. Is that 
the lockdowns really and so so the, the this yeah that, that that's really the question like, like, like what first of all i don't know we as a humanity or a, definitely a citizenry you know it's like what what amount of risk mm-hmm. this is know, the vital what, question yeah what, what like what are we willing to give up as a you know whatever uh-huh. citizens of this country like and, and yep. like and the whatever and it was kind of drove me to anarchy is like I, honestly there's no it doesn't matter if this and so when, when this first started i would talk to sort of my anarchy leaning friends and mm-hmm. And, um, just by the way, really quick snippet. I am currently, no, no, you're good. Remember your thought, please. I am currently in the sort of camp, like on Twitter. I don't know if you've looked at any of my stuff and it doesn't matter if you have or not, but I I've been posting some questions recently for, cause a lot of the people that I follow and who follow me are libertarian slash anarchy. And I'm, I'm just trying to figure out like pros and cons, right. To each one. And like, how do you guys go about anarchists? How do you deal with this problem versus libertarians? How do you deal with this problem? And I'm just trying to like find the sort of nuances between the two, because since I'm sort of a newer head to this space, I'm sort of just trying to like dive a bit deeper with people who maybe, you know, I just have different opinions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, but you know, it, I think they both. I think they both point in the same direction or whatever. And, I, and honestly, I'm not an expert on an, whatever the study of an, philosophy of anarchy. I mean, I know you know generally what it like, you know, whatever. Ha- haven't been in that game for a while. I've always you know what, you know, libertarian perspective. We're going to do this through government. We, we're going to do like, in the Fed. You know, stop yeah. the wars. All that. All that. <laughs> yes, stuff. dude. Oh, uh, yes, that. yes. But, so I mean, you know, that's always been near and dear. But you know, so I mean. I mean, the anarchy, whatever, from what I understand, takes, you know, takes it a step further. And, um, mm-hmm, you know, so, mm-hmm. and basically, and I'm starting to kind of like the problem with any kind of power is it will always drive to this concentration of power. Will, it will, dude. It just, it, it's the nature of humans. Like, like, yep. like and, and I, I mean, I think the idea of an, anarchy in a way is, you know, look, we know humans are flawed. Mm-hmm. We know this is what happens whenever you put people in, in charge of the, you know, in a centralized power position. Is like humans are flawed. This is predictable. Like, and it happens with every system. It doesn't it doesn't matter if it's capitalism. It doesn't matter if it's 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 communism. It doesn't matter. You, all these utopias. It's going to lead to the same thing because. Yep. You don't. You're just gonna break the rules anyway. It doesn't matter. Yep. Gold, yep. gold and silver shall always be used as legal tender. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like that. It's just laws is just basically completely ignored. Of course, so, dude. So, of course. So, so it's, you know, I mean, it's. It doesn't matter. Laws don't. I mean, so the point is, is like, I, I, I think we, at least I, I buy into this, the anarchy stuff is, you know, localize everything. And I've always thought this. Yeah, thing. man. It's like. 100 percent. you know it's like smaller groups you want to see the person yes. that's making the roles you know yes like like somebody a thousand miles away isn't going to have your best interest at heart and you know um i don't know i just see you know once once power gets so concentrated and so corrupt you know it's like it's almost the only answer in, in my opinion you know? yeah no dude literally i could i i could not have said what you said better i have said so many times how do people how how do does any rational person think that Joe Biden or whoever the president is, right? I'm just going to say Joe because he's currently the president from his now currently gated, right? Estate, right? The White House, Capitol Hill, all that shit is gated now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to, to keep us, us citizens away from the power, right? The, the power okay. structure, right? Um, and um, 
anyways uh it's like how how are those people how the fuck do they know what people down in texas are doing or what's in the best it's like we should we should like i'm not necessarily against sort of like the breakup of the u.s right like if if we yeah yeah. i think think it would be in the best interest of the people living in it and just because you're anytime you're closer to the person making rules they they respond Mm-hmm. They have to respond more and, and, and people in different places have different needs and wants and, you know, and it's like, and I mean, I really respect, it was funny at Schilderberg, I'll, I'll definitely got to, um, I definitely got to give these guys some props because it was just yeah, a, please a, do, man. thing, but, uh, um, you, you know, it's like, you would, uh, you know, you would talk, talk to some folks, anarchists, and then you would talk to these like, um, so socialist anarchists and you're mm. like, you know, like they just want to, they just want to kind of have, like, they just like, we want to have our own play or commune or whatever you call it. And, and we want to live by this. And like, you know, the great thing is like, you know, from, from an anarchist, fine, do it. You don't know. It's like, like, yeah. like you know, it's like no, no one's going to stop you, you know, and, and, and that's fine. And like, you have these different, whatever, you know, GA probably, I guess it's, you know, maybe geographical locations or something, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, it, it just, all that stuff seems to make a lot more sense than, um, you know, a monarch at top of the mountain. Yeah, dude. So, and um, I mean, um, at the end of the day, man, if you look back, you know, uh, whether you support the founding fathers or whether you don't, and I know that's like kind of a hot button yeah, issue yeah. nowadays, right? It, it just, just, I don't care where you stand. But you have to know that the founding fathers, they were libertarian at heart, right? Like sure, they yeah, were yeah. freedom lovers. They got away from the centralized monarch power structure that was going on over in Britain. And yeah. they created a new society based on the local rules and et cetera. And that's what the U.S. do. That's what the Constitution, like you were saying, golden tender shall only ever be used as, or go, go, sorry, golden tender, golden silver <laughs> shall shall only be used as legal tender. And then what do you have? You have the fucking Fed that's created by these corrupt motherfuckers that has it's a privatized bank, right? Jekyll that, Island, yeah, yeah, Jekyll yeah. Island, dude. All yeah. that shit. You have like these thirteen banker, what was it, eight bankers or however yeah. it was, that all come together. And again, this is not conspiracy. Like this, no, this shit, happened, right? it happened. It is yeah. legit history. It just, you never learn about it because nobody wants it. you to learn about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because if everybody learned about this shit growing up, they'd be like, well, what the fuck? Dude? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. And, and that's it, man. And, and that, you know, and, and yeah, I, that's why I like, yeah, yeah. I mean, to your point about the founding father, I mean, like, I've always had a lot of respect for the founding fathers. You know, the, this is a moment in time, whatever. First of all, the founding fathers were like a lot of people, right? So mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. kind of different interest, and it wasn't just this sort of homogenous thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, but but I always had a, you know, I always had respect because, like, it was like this twilight of this revolutionary thought you're under the thumb of this monarch who basically you know is a, even further from you than than whatever a, a president of the united states or something and a guy across the world you know uh making mm-hmm. rules and, and sort of and so it's like these guys you know these people were it was just like it seemed like a pure you know it seemed it's like a pure moment in in history where it's like no we, we are we are sort of in charge of our our own own life we're we, you know we're gonna and whatever it's it's romanticizing a bit but i always you know i always think these 
at least at least the the thought that the John Locke and the, the whole the whole movement mm-hmm. of the sort of the freedom movement was like just born out of like like innocence and born yeah like I said I don't can't take these too literal because there is yeah. some romanticizing about it but 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 in general you know they were they were under the thumb of of a whatever you call it a tyrannical government and they and they you know they all, all they wanted was a bit of freedom for themselves and in a, yeah, in a sense you know and so no but, I'm with you man I love it yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating, yeah. man. It's funny. It's funny hearing the anarchists' take on that, and they, they, because they they have a very different b- b- belief on that. But you know, I, I respect it's it all point. You know, it's a libertarian anarchism. They're pointing in the same direction. Of course, yeah. it's 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 the same goal, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. just different sort of subgenres or nuanced exactly. perspectives on That's the right. same goal. Like, dude, honestly, man, if we ended up with a society that was libertarian and anarchist, and then you had those two butting heads, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Hey, I'm going problem. there. That'd be yeah, a good yeah, problem. Exactly. To have. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care. Better than the best got, we're in now. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. But when you've got Democrats and republicans is like oh god everybody has just been it's like you guys are literally the same fucking party like yeah. like you like you guys you guys don't see how similar you guys are in in what your thoughts are yeah anyways man um, no, no, no. that's good that's good right? I, was, I was hoping we'd riff a little bit on that yeah yeah, yeah of course man. i i keep seeing this thing on twitter a couple of people circulated it there because I, so i didn't know this but apparently historically you probably have heard this before. Um, people have like people who don't really understand libertarianism, whatever. They'll be like, oh, libertarians, aren't those just Republicans who smoke weed? Right. <laughs> I, I had never heard that, but apparently that's been a thing. Right. And so yeah, yeah. a lot of people on Twitter who are a part of the like liberty movement, they've been tweeting recently and they're like, Republicans who smoke weed are Democrats, not libertarians. Let's get that straight. <laughs> that's that as a way better way to put it. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, and that, and that's that's you know another thing is like these definitions. We, we we don't. No one has to the same definition of something, and it's yeah. like you know, and that's yeah, that's words, where man. Yeah, words, man. It's like you know, I, I don't know. These definitions are losing meaning, which is more of a it's more of a, a reason for anarchy. If no one can agree on anything, then then what? It doesn't matter. I mean, like let yeah. let people that agree with one thing go to this community. And exactly, dude. This community, go to this community, and that's exactly and, my point. If you yeah. don't like your fucking community, then just get out. Go just leave. Yeah, go to yeah. a different one. Go to one yeah. where, where they've got they're more in line with the shit that you're that you want to do. Uh, that's it, man. And, yeah. and you have a choice. And as long as that choice is free, and you know, you yes, know, voluntarism. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so. man. Because coercion is just like they, that's just ah ah. Like I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still sort of toying with I, I, I need to continue sort of on my quest down uh, anarchy and liberty lane, right, to sort of see all the nuanced perspectives, because it's like, yeah, man, it does seem like any sort of social power structure is going to end up corrupt, corrupt, as you've stated already. It's like you yeah. look at any, 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 when you give humans power, they become greedy. And it's like, how do you take that? Like my, my buddy and I were discussing it the other day on one of our podcasts, one of my podcast episodes, actually. And he was like, well, what if we have like AI, right? 
And I totally disagreed with this point, by the way, but I'm just going to put his point. He was like, what if we have AI that is able to sort of, they're the ones that are sort of the the higher power structure and they Mm -hmm. can sort of moderate things from a non-human perspective, right? Because at the end of the day, right, what's the flaw in in these power structures? It's humanity, right? It's the greed inside of us is the corruptness. But my point to him was like, dude, the robots, sorry, the AI. The AI would still, how is the AI being created? Yeah, that's, that's the, yeah, yes, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, like, like what, I mean, first of all, you, it's kind of the same thing as, um, whatever. I mean, like, like we argue these things as if they're utopias and that's a whole, it's not, of course, like, yeah. you know, and it's like the utopian AI or whatever, right? Like who created it, who programmed it? Like, what is the what is ultimately mm-hmm. end for this, you know, is like, is it for max, you know, th- there's all kinds of philosophical differences on what is even the good. Like, like you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yes. And so it's like humans yes. can't even figure this out. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. like, I mean, not, I mean, AI, even if it's superior to human, I mean, like, but, but we don't even, I mean, I guess, yeah, I, you know, I would just be worried. I mean, of all the things, all the potential horror <laughs> you know if you leash on ai that everybody worry you know that a lot of people worry about like of course man dude yeah. i am super worried about ai i yeah, put me in that camp i am yeah. super fucking concerned yeah. I, I, I i'm concerned too i mean like it can have its place but i mean like if you just turn the keys over you know like oh yeah dude we're like, done bro terrifying. humans as we know it are yeah. we are fucking yeah. done terminator man. three man like yeah fucking, man. yeah i don't know yeah I, I mean you know i who knows? I mean, it's, it's almost unfathomable. It's almost kind of hard to fathom what mm-hmm. like it would even be like, but, um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, look in a world where you have a, like, I, I think it, it just a variety of different systems that if they sort of worked right or the, it, 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 to their ideal, they might, they might be okay. Of course, something. man. Yeah. But, but yeah. at the end of the day, it, they, again, as you stated already, that's in like the perfect ideal utopia, it right. would all work right. right. It would all end up right. And it's like, yeah, yeah, great. Capitalism would also be great in a perfect society with, you you know, yeah. right. But then you have crony capitalism and you have all yeah. these dudes just lining each other's pockets. Right. Yeah. So I get, here's the thing. I get where socialists come from. Right. Their whole their whole point is like, yo, dude, capitalism just basically the 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 sort of first uh, movers in capitalism are the ones that that really, really succeed. Right. They basically take everything over and and they right because you've got all these companies that line the politicians pockets. Right. And the politicians are corrupt because we already know how that works. And then the politicians don't listen to the people. They listen to to the, 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 you know, the Jeff Bezos's and the et cetera, the Lockheed Martins and the whoever. Right. The the, the guys with that with all the money. And so I get the idea of socialism. I don't know, man. I don't know the answer. I'm with you, dude. At the end of the day, I just sit here and I'm like, all I know is that I don't fucking know the solution. I just can talk about it and point out the flaws. I mean, well, we've seen enough, you know, you've seen enough systems where, I mean, obviously this, whatever the American experiment is, is racing towards sort of uh, an inflection point. Right. And so you've seen the the socialist system. I mean, they get whatever the capitalist, I mean, at least, 
people aren't starving in the streets. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, all, you know, whatever socialist system you can point to. You know, of course, man. I think capitalism, plus. listen, I'm with you. Capitalism is flawed, right? Everything's yeah. flawed. Humans are flawed. Even the most perfect human being is flawed, but capitalism's fucking better than socialism. I can tell yeah. you that. I can yeah. definitely tell you that. And that's, and that's the thing is like, man, I, you know, I, I think, and this is like maybe the, um, I don't know, maybe this is the rub really, but you know, it's like, I, I used to always believe, look, I, my thing was always, okay, we have to say, I mean, first of all, the Federal Reserve, I mean, like, like that, to me, that's like sort of the, whatever, the Leviathan of all the problems in the world, mainly because whatever they, the, the only reason politicians can, it, it, the only reason the government can, whatever, get, spend trillions of dollars in sovereign debt uh, is because of the Federal Reserve, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I mm -hmm. mean, and so there's no discipline, you know, you, you, so it's easy just to sort of whatever, steal the money of the sovereign. But, but so the Federal Reserve, and if maybe if you had gold and silver tender, you know, if that were actually we, but it, so I used to think, look, we got to, you have to sever the, sever the tie between politicians and corporate, like, like, like there shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to work in politics and then, you know, whatever Dick Cheney and then go work for Boeing and then yeah, go back to politics. Dude. And then, and then, and then all of a sudden we're his company make a billion dollars worth mm -hmm. of countries. And like, mm -hmm. like everybody can see that that's a garbage system, right? Like, War is a racket, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah War is a racket. racket. Yep. And so it was like, for me, it was always severing the tie between the money and, and, uh, mm -hmm. the, and the, there should be like strict. I, th I thought to myself, you know, maybe, maybe if you could do that this thing can work and but but you know back to my kind of original point about you know, why i'm like leaning towards more of an anarchy perspective is because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter it doesn't it does not matter if the law if the law was such if it was a death penalty for any kind of um you know any kind of government you know uh government and and, and business partnership that's that's whatever fucking over people if the death mm -hmm. penalty system right doesn't mm -hmm. matter they would change the, it would the law would be changed or they would just ignore the law like yes. would just be, so it's like you know i used to be naive i think in the sense that okay if we just if we had the right system right like mm -hmm. if we, and, and if we got rid of mainly those two things the federal reserve and then like whatever the the, the tie sever the tie between sort of the campaign elections and in this cycle where politicians get elected the businesses contribute to the campaign and then you get the job after you're you know if you could sever that yeah, tie yeah but ultimately no even if you could sever that tie for a minute it, it would just ultimately probably devolve back back it would grow back dude it would yeah. just end up the even exactly like look at the american as you were stating a minute ago look at the american experiment what ultimately happened we're going yeah, exactly yeah. back to the way that shit was uh, centralized centralized sort of power. yeah man yeah it, it dude where we're you know uh, and 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 again i try to be an optimist in life right i try to be like as you know i try to promote positivity and whatever but i mean if if you take emotions out of it and you look at this logically it's like we're not this is not gonna end well if we allow that what is happening right now to keep happening and we keep giving over like for me the big thing for me dude is like um personal income tax was supposed to be uh temporary right that yeah, was in, yeah. implemented in what like 1913 roughly around the same time the federal reserve was started right yeah, and it was like yeah, oh yeah. temporary yeah you know etc whatever and then look what happened we're we're a hundred in what 109 eight years uh yeah. past that and and this temporary thing has now become permanent so my next thing is like okay 
So if you follow that logic, right, which which I do believe when you give the government an inch, they take a mile. That is oh, yeah. fucking 100% and, certain. Yeah. And you'll never get that inch back. No, you never, 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 right? So so if you if you allow the government, right, with with um to to lock you in your house at will whenever they deem that there's an issue and there's a risk to people, even if it's only a 3% risk or a 2% risk or a 1% risk, right? If they deem it appropriate, you're literally just allowing your overlords, quote unquote, to dictate whether you can leave your house. Yeah. It's like, I mean, guys. That's, that's that's terrifying. Like, why, 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 I mean, you know, here uh, you asked me earlier, I mean, biz, businesses were trying to close for a little while. For, at first, yeah, Austin. Closed, mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, they, whatever, and even statewide, you know, uh, I, I think when they saw the hospitals or whatever, getting, you know, sort of getting overwhelmed, they, they, they said, okay, wait, we're, uh, they shut down. You could leave your goddamn house. I mean, Jesus Christ. But like, that's, that, that, that's scary. I didn't realize it was going on in DC. I probably should have known, but. Uh, Dude, it, it was, just, it was, it was, do not you cannot leave your house unless it's for like one of three reasons, right? You need groceries, you need to commute to work, or you need, uh, I don't I forget, there was maybe one other. But other than that, you you cannot, you are not allowed to leave your house because under, under the threat of, you know, uh, public safety, et cetera. And it's like, dude, so a thing I read recently was obesity kills way more people per year than COVID killed. Right. Yeah, yeah. But we're not, we're hard, not hard huffing and yeah, we're not huffing and puffing about, yeah. Oh my God, keep people locked up because of, you know, because of a, uh, you know, obesity or let us interject into people's lives to, to, to take the risk away from them dying of obesity. It's like, no, they don't give a fuck, dude. These yeah. people are all dying. So, so if, if you look at the logic, you're like, okay, there's, I'm just going to make up a percentage. Actually, you know what, dude? I'm not going to make it up. Let's look at this. Yeah, yeah I looked at it. So it was definitely like, like heart disease or whatever. I mean, you know, the, the official COVID numbers, I think, have um, kind of, they've, I think it's like third third highest cause of death or something mm-hmm. per, per year or in 2020 or something like that. But um, I mean, but to your point, though, you know, it's, it, we don't do, we don't take these actions with, with other, other risks, right? Yes. Like we don't, and, 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 and honestly, I mean, if you apply that, I think I, I texted this, you know, it's like, if we apply the same logic to say uh, diet, heart disease, right? Like, like we say, okay, we're going to make you eat bananas and salad and you can't, like, that's all you can eat. Yep. People would lose, people would be going, what the f- fuck are you no of no. course man no no we're, no this is garbage and uh and so and it's just it, it's so strange that i you know that's just that's the example you know it's like well then i don't know why why, why are you why are we been it's because it's so novel i mean it's new it's like you know whatever people have been eating like crap for for years and we, we sort of accepted and tolerated you know heart disease or something um, but you know, it's just this, this thing came out of nowhere and everybody sort of freaked out and, you know, but it's, man, it, it, it's scary how quick everybody sort of, sort of bent, you know, just sort of took it. You know? Yeah, dude, bent the knee we literally, yeah. we were just like, all right, yeah. Okay. We're, we're just going to give up. Like this is after, this is uh, similar due to the whole like nine 11 terrorism sort of, uh, 
sort of thing where it was like, hey, guys, we need to like have access to basically all of your private data. Um, and, you know, totally. where, what, what was that? The Patriot Act, right? Is that yeah, what that Patriot was called? Yeah, 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 the Patriot yeah. Act. And it's like it's it's hilarious. This is what I said earlier about. I put words in quotes. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, words, because at the end of the day, dude, it's so funny, man. They call it the Patriot Act. So like unconsciously, right, subconsciously, I mean, not unconsciously, subconsciously or consciously. You're like, oh, Patriot Act. I'm, I'm an American. I'll, I'll back this act. And it's like, yeah, dude, but it's not like you need to know what the fuck you're giving up in this Patriot Act. You know? Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's not we are in 1984. I mean, it is we we've we've been trending towards Orwell, uh, Orwellian society for a while. But I mean, we are, we are, we are knees deep in it now, you know? Yeah. hundred percent, dude. I read, uh, I read animal farm. I was supposed to have read it in high school. I was not the best high school student as some people on this podcast oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. listening probably know. Same, same. Um, yeah, but um, you know, all good to each their own. And uh, I figured it out and you know, we're here now. Um, yeah. But but I, I finally did. I sat down and I read uh, Animal Farm. And dude, I was like, oh, my God. Spooky, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, was this yeah. like, was this written last week about our current society? Because like, what the fuck, dude? You know, it's so parallel, dude. It's so parallel to what's going on. It's just like, holy shit, man. We keep finding new boogeymen, right? There's, there's, oh God, it's terrorism. And now it's the COVID. And, and dude, the thing about COVID, man, the motherfuckers are smart. COVID, when, when you're talking about something that's invisible that you can't see, that's the ultimate boogeyman to scare the we, shit. Yeah. We, yeah. We've moved past terrorism, right? Like, and, yeah. and now, now you're, now you're, you know, whatever terrorism, you know, it's like, okay, it was shocking whenever, you know, 9-11 or whatever, but like now, now people are worried about the health of their children. Is it beyond mm-hmm. is it a, a new level of like, you know, whatever fear, right? Like, and, you know, like I said, it's an invisible boogeyman. And, yeah, uh, dude. You know, it's, it, I get it. I mean, it's, you know, it's certainly an effective, you know, I, it's certainly, I understand why people are, are, are scared to sense, you know, like I get that, you know, it's just like, but I don't know, man, I just gotta, gotta urge people to just remember, you know, you, you give up, you give up certain things, you know, you, you probably, like you said earlier, you're probably not, getting you're probably back. not getting them back. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, man, is like, I don't, I don't want to, necessarily like dog on other people right because at the end of the day dude yeah i'm very much and i don't think you are either i think i think it's very much like i want people to i want us all to be friends i want to promote positivity i want to promote cooperation right i don't want any more division right but it's it's, it sucks man because our current the people that aren't the people that aren't aware enough to see what's going on they get they're easily sucked into the sort of vortex that is our current society and it's hard dude it's hard to get out of that because you're just being fed misinformation every minute of every day dude yeah, you're pulled in a lot of directions you know, yeah yeah so. man and so like it's like okay you turn on the radio right and you've got a certain misdirection there right and then you turn yeah. on your tv and you've got another sort of misdirection and so you're just sitting here and it's like, where do you go in this modern day and age to actually get valid information? Right. And dude, for me, man, like 
I can sit here and do research all I want, dude. I'm, I'm, I have a girlfriend. I have no kids, right? I don't have a, a shit ton of responsibilities in life, right? I got a nine to five, um, you know, and I've, I've got my personal relationships and all like, I can spend as much time, but a lot of these people, man, like they've got kids, they've got a nine to five, they got to drive the kid to soccer practice. They got to, you know, some people have two jobs, right? Like, like uh, there's so many kids. It's like, how can you expect those people hard to, hard to scour the internet all day? Right. Yeah, <laughs> dude, how do you expect those people to do their due diligence on what's going on in the world yeah. when then their main focus is like, I got to get my kid fed and dressed appropriately and like make sure that like, we're all good yeah. to go. Right. Make should have gone to bed on time yeah you like to think that maybe maybe you know whatever institutions and stuff would just be you know be honest and you could you could just take take it at face value but we've clearly clearly seen that that's you can't man it's been demonstrated over and over again yeah no absolutely man i'm with you um, we we say we move this thing something lighter. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, of course. No, of course, man. Of course, no. I, I just get so into this shit. I do yeah, too, man. Yeah. I I would go. I would talk about this for five hours. <laughs> if, um, I let myself. Like, no, maybe, man. Our, our, right. our, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, okay, so back to Austin then. So there, what what are the cool spots in Austin, right? So I know of Rainy Street. Right. I've seen Rainy Street. I haven't like been there during peak like nightlife hour ish, but I've, I've driven down there twice now and it's super cool. All yeah. the little like houses that have been turned into bars and stuff. And then I've also been to Red River. I ate at Stubbs. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So that I've was a lot like, of good like, shows there. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And it was so cool, man. Because I, I didn't I didn't I'd heard Austin. Obviously, it's got the, the sort of label of live music capital of the world. Right. And so. Um, I was like, yeah, of course. Okay. There's probably like just a lot of concerts there. Right. I didn't realize that it was like embedded in the culture. When I went into Stubbs and I saw that there was both an indoor um, venue and also an outdoor venue, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? This is just a restaurant. Like they, like, that's what I thought at least. Right. Like if I would go into any other major city, I'd go into Stubbs and it would just be like, okay, yeah. Barbecue shack, like barbecue shop. That's it. Exactly. But in Austin, there's multiple cities. And so I'm talking to the waiter there and, and I'm like, Hey man, so you guys have, you got an outdoor stage and an indoor stage and like, you guys do shows here. And he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, well, do you know, uh, do you know a guy, his name's Joe Rogan. And I was like, uh, yeah, no shit, dude. Of, <laughs> of course. Like what? Anybody in our age group? Of course. And then he's like, yeah, well, he goes, uh, well, do you know another guy? His name's uh, Dave Chappelle. And I was like, uh, again, like, duh, dude, of course, <laughs> of course, man. And he's like, yeah, well, they were doing they were doing live shows here for like the last three m- or not three months. I think it was like like three weeks to a month. Yeah. Yeah. They had a residency or whatever. Yeah. And, they had uh, a residency. And I was yeah. like, dude, and he goes, they're not doing that anymore. And I was like, oh man i'm dying like come yeah, on that i know so i want i wanted to go so bad. yeah they were doing that for a while man i want to get, but now they do uh i think rogan goes to the the creek in the cave it's yes a, I've i been haven't seen. been there yet mm-hmm. but yeah yeah a lot a lot of a lot of cool i still haven't been but a lot i've been trying to go uh but just for whatever reason it work out but yeah it, it's supposed to be a really nice room and uh, yeah cool. that's what i keep seeing i looked it up on uh on google because he's I think Rogan posted it. I don't know. Maybe he talked about it on, on his podcast or he posted it on, on uh, Twitter or something, but, but I've looked that up. It definitely looks like a super cool spot. Like regardless of who's performing, very cool venue. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to go see, uh, uh the, uh, uh, like Dave Smith, I think was there recently. Mm, yeah. Dude. yeah but I took it all out. And I didn't ah, see shit. Yeah. But yeah we, uh, cool, so man. 
Are you you know Robbie the Fire? He uh, you know that guy? No, uh, I don't. Kid. I don't. He's he does a, a show with Dave Smith, but anyway, he was at Childerberg, and like I think he ended up shooting over the creek in the cave one night, and uh, while everybody was still camping and stuff. But, nice, yeah, man. A lot, a lot of lot of cool, lot of cool comedy there. Robbie the Fire, Robbie. It says Robbie Bernstein on Twitter. Yeah, Robbie the yeah, Fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. cool man. Hell yeah. All right, I'm gonna follow him for sure. Yeah, dude, that's that's what I you know I'm happy I'm sort of doing this podcast and sort of uh, like reaching out to to people because I just it's cool, man. I learned so much shit right? From like yeah. talking to you, from talking to, there was this other dude I talked to uh, who I, who I connected with on uh, Twitter and he, we went like deep into history and all this different stuff. And that's like the whole purpose of this podcast, man, you know, to just like get on, you know, hopefully meet some cool people. I, I've yet to have a negative experience with somebody like that I've connected with on Twitter. Um, you know, cause it seems like that's, again, that's surprising. Yeah. You know, okay. 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 Well, on the podcast, I should say okay, on okay. Twitter, on yeah, yeah. Twitter yeah, itself. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me rephrase my statement. I've somebody, yet to have a negative experience with somebody on Twitter that I have then connected with for a podcast. <laughs> I, I, I sent my, I found a video or something on Twitter it was, uh, I don't even say what it was, but it was hilarious, whatever this thing was. And I sent it to my friend and he goes, what depth dark depth of the internet did you did you find this at and mm-hmm. i said twitter twitter and dude i was like it's a great it's a fantastic place and a horrible place all oh at once. dude dude <laughs> it's like an adult playground i love it <laughs> i didn't i i people uh, had told me about twitter before and i was like yeah whatever it's just social media I, i've kind of tried to back off of social media like i yeah, have a facebook here, account man. i haven't logged on to it in many months i have an instagram account I've kind of been on it a little bit recently just because um, just because I, I've been reaching out to people in the Austin area and there's like a Georgetown Arts Center that's close and they have a Twitter or a Instagram page. And anyways, I've been connecting with some people on that. But other than that, dude, I've not really been on social media. But when I found Twitter and I find, and I at first I was like, all right, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool. Right. But then when I really got into it a bit more, like a couple months down the line, when start, stuff started to snowball and I got a little more followers and a little more into it, I'm like, oh shit, this is really fucking addicting. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's pretty damn fun. It's fun. And I, 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 you know, like you were saying earlier, like um, I, I get through phases, man. Like, like uh, same with like, like I'm an introvert. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm, including mm-hmm. Twitter. And then, and then I'm on there just everyday fucking shit. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I love it, dude. Yeah, yeah. I love it, dude. That's the best. That's what Twitter is for, man. Just going on and talking your shit yeah, and getting, hope. getting into it with people. The cool thing is, man, I actually, it was funny. I, I was sort of kind of trolling the CNN post one night and, uh, and this, the socialist just fucking went for me. And so I'm like going back and firing back. And it was actually really cool, man, because, I actually ended up learning some 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 interesting shit where I was like, you know what? I can kind of get behind what you're saying. At first, I thought you were an idiot, right? But but as we continue this conversation, and I try to never, even if I'm like going at somebody on Twitter, I try to never do like the name calling and the sort of like, you know, that sort of shit. It's like, no, if we're going to debate, let's debate and let's be civil about it, right? Like, don't, yeah. don't, don't call me like, a, you know. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about on Twitter. <laughs> oh man, I mean, yeah, what what hasn't been said on Twitter? You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's funny. I I don't. I know some folks are in it for the trolling, but I I, I kind of I'm, I'm I'm with you. I, I it's more. Um, yeah, yeah. It's more more about learning, like uh, learning, chit chatting, watching the funny. You know, I don't know. I follow the libertarian stuff, so now I'm 
whatever at least at least when there's an inside joke i can kind of yeah follow that, it now it's like, have yeah. you have you seen the 900 pound gazebo thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude okay uh, how can you not yeah how can you yeah. not all right so that that it, that story is hilarious because the day that that happened so the guy that i had on my podcast last episode nick ashley he's the oh, one yeah, yeah. Dude, oh, I think he was at Childerberg, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was at Childerberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, I did, I did not meet him, unfortunately. But ah, yeah, damn, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because he, he was the one who brought it up to me. He's like, dude, did you go to Childerberg? And I was like, nah, man, I fucking didn't get to go there. I saw it. I saw it from him. Like he was the one who got me onto it. Um, but it was after I had already, after it had already gone um, or occurred, I should say. Um, but he, he's the one. He got in the argument with the guy who ended up making the 900 pound gazebo joke. And it was the day that I had him on the podcast. <laughs> it was like oh, no. fresh in his mind. Oh, it was so fantastic. funny, dude. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to check that one it's, out. It's That's more cool. towards, it's more towards the end. Like if you're going to check that part out, maybe probably like the last 20 minutes of the episode, okay. but it was so <laughs> funny, dude. I was like, wait, how the fuck did this happen? He's like, all right, let me tell you. <laughs> dude, it was I mean, yeah, it was, uh, everybody was talking about that one. Yeah, I don't even dude. think I know. I just, I caught the aftermath. I, I need to, I need to figure out what the fuck's going on. Like, yeah. like sorting through a thousand tweets about this goddamn thing. Yeah, it's, it's so like, great, dude. It caught fire. I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Literally all these big, like, like text. I, I'm, I'm just making this up, but it was like big accounts like Texas, Li- Libertarian Party of Texas, Libertarian yeah, Party yeah. Of, of Illinois. Liberty, you know, I was like, holy shit, this is like legit trending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that that that's really half of what what it's for. It's just watching these autistic libertarians. Uh, literally, dude. Literally <laughs> talk shit. <laughs> so funny, man. Um, uh, yeah good shit all right well listen i don't want to keep you too too much longer um but uh so i guess we'll our sort of our last talking point we can talk about sort of um what in your opinion how many how many live music venues have you been to in austin which ones are your favorite oh it's, that's that's a good question a tough question because it, uh you know they they turn over a lot uh man um let me think about this. You know, there's especially COVID. There's a few that went under. I, I come and take it live is on East Riverside. And uh, it, it's from for playing there. Um, so, yeah, we, we uh, played several years. Uh, I'll plug my. So uh, we, we've done a show several years called Skunk Fest and they do it at come and take it live. And we've nice. had several several experiences there, man. And it is just, the sound is amazing. Um, they're great to work. They're really cool guys. Um, and, and the venue itself is amazing. Um, so that's, that's probably one of my favorites. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that, that's probably, probably one of my favorites, man. Um, Empire Control Room is pretty cool. Um, it's downtown. Um, um, yeah yeah i would say yeah come and take us probably right now especially for like playing playing uh, that's definitely my favorite man yeah um, hell yeah man but you know like uh whatever moody theaters really cool um i never, I never play there but just going to see shows and stuff there yeah it's, it's yeah, great. yeah definitely stubs and doors has always been great man their sounds always been amazing there um, uh, that's so cool dude i'm so yeah. happy that like that was that was literally the first restaurant that we went to because oh, yeah? Rogan had plugged it, right? Like not purposely, but he's like, oh yeah, I always go to Stubbs and, and 
I think he said it, he said it on many episodes, but then he said it when he had Chappelle on recently and, and, and Chappelle was like, oh yeah, man, Stubbs and you know, blah, blah, blah. So, so I, that's, I was like, listen, we're going like, that is the first place in Austin that we're going to. Yeah. yeah so yeah. very happy that that was that, that whole area though. I think I mentioned it earlier that it's Red River, right? That's the, that's yeah. The yeah. Red River and seventh right there. And yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a cool spot, man. It's got yeah, some man, cool bars in there. I, you know, all that stuff used to be bar. I mean, like, like there's been so much turn. I mean, we, we, I mean, all that used to be sort of like the metal punk punk scene down there. And it's, mm. it's, things, things are changing so much, man. You know, it's like, like Sixth Street. I mean, you know, we, we used to play here in South by and, you know, all those places were live music venues and now they're kind of clubs or whatever. And so like, interesting. You, okay. You, you're seeing a lot of the venues kind of fan out a little bit, you know, and like, I mean, there's a place in like Pflugerville, Hanover's, that's a cool spot. And, and you're, you're starting to get these, you know, it's, it was it was all centralized downtown at one point, and now you're kind of, they're kind of moving out to different spots, and and so it's it, it, venues change, man. It, running a venue or a bar, for that matter, is just a it's a it's a tough tough business right now, you know, especially right now. But um, for sure, so, man, so for sure, a ton turn on. It's like the Dirty Dog that place is on Sixth Street for a while. We used to play there all the time, and that, that place went under. There's another one, one, um, one-to-one. Uh, I think they just recently went. So it's like, it, it's it, it, it's kind of yeah, it's ever-changing landscape. But but yeah, come and think it's been there for for several years years now, and it yeah, I, I've never I've never had a bad bad experience there, man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And so is that? So come and take it. Is that uh, indoor only? Is there outdoor? I'm trying yeah, to that, look that at one's, it right now. Oh, uh, so that one's indoor. I just thought of another one. Uh, that one's indoor, and they have like a little outdoor patio thing. Okay. Um, but the Far Out Lounge, uh, it's that like South Austin. Um, that place is really badass. Um, and uh, oh, they, nice, dude! I'm looking at the outside. The Far uh, Out Lounge. Yeah. Yeah, they have a big outdoor stage, and then um, you know, nice large outdoor area and then whoa dude, dude this is a cool spot oh, it's rad man and then you go in the bathrooms and they're like all psychedelic and there's eyeball like it's just weird dude. strange kind yeah of, it's got like, like kind of like a new orleans vibe a little bit yeah 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 a little yeah. like that man and uh have you been in new orleans yeah i went to oh. so yeah we can talk about that man i went to uh i went to jazz fest mm. in 2017 mm. That's badass. I've always wanted to. I've been to New Orleans yeah. a lot, but I never dude, super, super fucking cool. Who, um, who, was, uh, who was headlining? Let's see. We had one day. There was uh, he's local, Harry Connick Jr. He lives in New Orleans. Uh, yeah. He was one that that was cool. Oh, dude, do you know Johnny Lang by chance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. If I had to pick best performance there by far. Oh my lord. He he him on a guitar dude playing the blues is like it's it's top notch. It's yeah, it's fucking it blew me away dude. I was like wow. He literally was up there dude. He's going at it, going so hard and he's cr- he's literally crying as he's singing his song because he's so in the moment, so emotional singing the lyrics and I was like Jesus. And so one of the older heads that I went, um my buddy Sean, very close friend for many many years, he was like this this performance is the closest thing that i've ever seen to Jimi hendrix he was like this is this is like this is this is the closest thing that you will see to Jimmy. and i was like wow bro because i had never dude i didn't know man i went to jazz fest and i was like yeah man i kind of know some of these people like 
right? The more popular ones, but uh-huh. I didn't know Johnny Lang. And they were like, let's go see Johnny Lang. And I was like, all right, whatever. So we went and he's just jamming right. out, dude. Oh, it was so cool, dude. It was so That's cool. badass, man. Yeah. I've always wanted to go. It's always cool because they have different... You know, it's a, it's a mix of different, I mean, you'll see some, in New Orleans is like a funk town, right? So you, mm-hmm. you'll always get your mm-hmm. New Orleans flavored funk. And oh, yeah, your, dude. Oh, man, I, I love that town. It's, uh, we were, I, I was planning a band doing shows there for a little while. So we were there, you know, I, it was one year I was there probably like six times. And Nice, man. Hell and yeah. And it was, oh, dude, it's just, it's like, you know, it feels like you're in a different country there. It's just, like oh, yeah. One of a kind city, man. Oh, <laughs> dude, we went and saw, um. Oh, fuck what are they called uh uh O'Teal. O'Teal's part of the he's the base you know O'Teal from the grateful dead the the bassist maybe um he he was playing bass basically basically there was a bunch of like super talented dudes from jazz fest that all knew each other and were buddies but they did not play in the same band and they all got together and played as a band, like as one, one night down by Tom Petty was playing that night too. It was down oh, in, the, in the French quarter, dude. It was so fucking cool, man. Like new Orleans, if you're going to see live music now, I haven't, I haven't delved into the Austin scene enough yet, but for me, best live music experience, dude. Oh, bro. Oh, new Orleans. great, man. New Orleans, oh. new Orleans great. Yeah. New, new Orleans is, is, is awesome for that. I mean, like you can go into one bar and it's like, it's a piano in the back room and mm-hmm. you go in there and there's just, man, I love, yeah, it's, it's, it's a one of a kind, man. Uh, that's cool. Tom Petty. Uh, yeah. I wish I knew which venue it was, but uh, man, wow. That'd be amazing to see Tom Petty. Oh place. dude. I know. And we could, the thing, ah, the thing is, dude, is we could have, we could have seen him, you know, RIP. We didn't know he was going to pass yeah. away so soon after, but we could have gone and seen Tom Petty. Um, but dude, definitely do not regret see and and again dude i wish i fucking remembered who i want to say they have like an mo that they go by like a name that they go by but i forget but anyways it was so fucking cool played a lot of the a lot of the classic songs some grateful dead stuff um yeah man badass for sure for sure yeah Yeah, so okay so you you've been to new orleans so you said uh how many times like in total in your life not just just for playing purposes probably five or six uh the first time i ever went down there um we we it was, I was 18 and we went down there for mardi gras and we we saw a perfect circle play uh like a friday night or something and then so I, used to, I used to live gulf coast area so it was like a four-hour drive so I went that far and um and then and then we went to mardi gras the next day and uh i got 18 year old at mardi gras is just fucking nuts right <laughs> it's just like it's completely nuts and and uh it was like I, i'm glad i got my taste of it young because like now, i enjoy going now but you know going to mardi gras again that's a that's a that's a commitment you know it's like yeah, it, dude. yeah it's like it's, it's nuts but but yeah I, I mean i like going to food you know it's whatever you find your restaurants and you know and like we have a few friends down there and and so and it's like yeah um you know went there probably I went there for a bachelor party I went there a couple times kind of younger and then then one year I think it was like 2000 oh god 2012 or something like that 2011 and I was there several you know four or five times that year and it was just yeah man it's just amazing uh you know especially if you kind of you know Bourbon Street's fine you know it's like Bourbon Street's kind of like Sixth Street or whatever in Austin it's like yeah 
It's like a, sort of the, it's like the popular touristy yeah, sort of yeah. yeah. It's not where well, the it, it's cool, but it's not it's where cool. the real cool shit is going down. Exactly, and then mm-hmm. if you can kind of start making your way into the whatever the nooks and crannies of New Orleans, it's like you know you have this like it's weird. We went to this one restaurant. It's called I swear to God, it's called Gold the Gold Rush, and our friends brought us there. And it says, but I didn't realize it's like there's a huge you know you think Cajun, and I grew up in you know, a French Cajun kind of thing, right? And, yeah, and yeah. all the you know gumbo and etouffee mm-hmm, and croppin. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't realize is what they had a huge Italian, like I guess a, a Italian influence. And um, anyway, so they have these amazing like Italian Cajun kind of fusion restaurants with like seafood and awesome Italian food. And but it's yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a really cool place, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, it was the first time I had ever had, and it's the only time that I've ever had cooked, uh, I think it was fried quail. Oh, fried quail. Yeah. yeah dude. They get some, they get some like exotic stuff, like rabbit jambalaya. Oh yeah. Like, some stuff like weird that. <laughs> shit, dude. But it was, I was, I was kind of hesitant. I was like, should I really order this? And then I did. Yeah. And I was like, that was yeah, really quail's fucking pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, it's a we, small little portion, but it's damn good. It's like a it's, nice little delicacy yeah yeah it's delicious man they got they got the food they got the food there man well man if uh yeah we do we do some like crawfish boil i don't know if you're a craw but next time we do win i'll, I'll invite you over man and uh, oh for we'll sure dude. taste the taste of new yeah world. no i would love that man i would love that like i said i'm trying to you know get out and explore and sort of meet people and and all that so yeah bro would love to do that oh yeah man oh yeah. yeah yeah um let me see let me see if i got anything else for you I feel like we we hit a ton of good topics. Um, yeah, I think that's that's basically more or less what I got for you, man. Do you have anything that you want to bring up? Uh, right on. No, yeah, yeah. Just um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, you can find us a stasis one word uh, and uh, I tooth. That's a prog, prog rock band uh, yep, yep. base for. And so um, yeah, that's about it, man. Um, yeah, it was great talking to you. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, great well, talking to you too, man. man. Yeah, no, and and thanks for uh, thanks for sort of again, like I said, I have not had a single bad experience talking to anybody from this area, dude. Everybody is so cool, so welcoming, so like just kind, generous. Um, so yeah, man, uh, yeah, great to have you on the show as well. And then I'll once we're off the show, I'll, I'll get your number so that we can sort of connect on a on a level outside of the podcast as well but anyway right on man yeah yeah awesome dude all right well everybody uh hope you guys enjoy and uh and i'll catch you next time cheers peace